Welcome to the Raising Real Estate Standards Podcast with your hosts, Brian and Mark Mann. Hey guys, welcome back. Um, wanted to talk a little bit today about change. That's ah. scary. Change is always very scary, but um, change is a good thing. You know, change can really help you sometimes. Absolutely. And let's just get the rid of the cliches. You know, as leaders, we're always pushing change. We're always pushing it out there that it's great, it's this, that, and the other. Um, and let's just be honest, we're just as bad as anybody else of trying to avoid it as much as possible. Um, but it's a good topic. Um, yeah. But, it, you know, when you actually figure out what's a good change to make in your world um, and you commit to it, everybody knows that it typically ends up for the best. Yeah. I mean, um, you, it really is. I mean, you can't go wrong with change. Right. You really can't. I mean, the, the one of the biggest fears is, is everything's going to fall apart. Well, first of all, I'll let you know, everything doesn't just fall apart. Um, you figure out how to adjust. If it's not the right thing to do, you figure out how to adjust. But the biggest thing is, is when you do take a risk or change in something and it doesn't work out, you learn from it. Yeah. One of the things that you always tell tell me is, you know, we're, when we're looking at an opportunity, a change, whatever it may be that we're, you know, that's going to get us out of our comfort zone for a little bit. Um, you always look at me and go, Mark, it's not going to be as bad as you think it's going to be. And Mark, it's not going to be as great as you think it could be. It's going to lie on somewhere in the middle. Right. And, uh, um, you know, as you said before, it's uh, um, when it does, um, things don't fall apart. They just get a little progressively better. Right, exactly. So so are you ready for a change? Are you really, really ready for a change? I mean, is there anything you're thinking about out there that you'd like to change in your business, in your life, just just anywhere that could make something better? Are there any ideas that you're pondering on? I really, really, really want to get in better shape. I never committed to get in better shape. I'd do it for about, uh, you know, three to four weeks. And then, you know, there's a bird or a squirrel or something that chases and I go chase that. Uh, That's my personality. So that's something I struggle with that I really, you know, when we go, when we talk about change, it really has to be something that, you know, temporary doesn't get you to where you want to go. Right. Yeah. So, um, so I heard this, our coach told us this, basically um, only 10% of people actually take the action steps in order to make change happen. Why is that? Like what you mentioned, you know, you want to get uh, in better shape. What causes those distractions and what makes you run towards them to keep you from doing what you need to do? You know, you fall back into what's comfortable, what's routine. You know, routine is not getting up at 5 o'clock and going, you know, to work out. Routine is not coming home and, uh, um, you know, working out or, uh, you know, not sitting down and, uh, you know, gorging yourself with with snacks and whatnot. Uh, um, um, it, that the routine is to, is to do that. The routine is to get up, you know, for me, to get up later. You know, come home, have some snacks, lay around, watch some TV. That's routine. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it's hard to, that's comfortable. Um, and it's hard to get out of that comfort zone. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to take that, you got to take that leap of faith. You've got to take that, um, 
you got to get out of that box. You gotta you gotta do something that's a little more difficult than routine in order to make these things happen, make these changes happen in your life. Yeah, and I would I would say, why do I not you know why do I not do the exercise stuff? Probably because I get this great idea that I'm gonna be a you know. Uh, a six-pack ab guy walking down the beach and, okay, I'm going to go spend two hours at the gym and I'm going to go run for this. And I try to bite off more than I can chew versus just, you know, taking the first step and not trying to overdo it. Um, I know that uh, um, our coach tells us, you know, it's um, the, you know, 15 minutes a day, um, any habit or anything that you want to do, no more than 15 minutes a day and to get to get started and don't let more than one day go by without doing whatever you want to, you know, consistently do. Yeah. You put 15 minutes into something consistently and you're going to change your life. Yeah. So I'll tell you um, how this affects me. So, um, gosh, um, back about close to 10, 12 years ago, I started reading. Um, um, I started reading a lot of Robert Kiyosaki. If, if if you're familiar with him, he's the rich dad, poor dad guy, and um, it really got me thinking. You know, being in real estate, all my all of our business and our family, everybody does real estate. Um, really got me thinking about the investment side of the business, and um, started looking into it. And I read a ton, and I researched a ton. And I could tell you everything, every in and out about investment real estate, getting into rental houses, flipping houses, all this. But I never did it. I never jumped off the diving board like uh, I tell some people. It took me probably three years or so to finally jump off the diving board. Now, that being said, it was it was right around uh, the big downturn when I did it. So it was even more scarier then. Uh, but I took that leap of faith. And you know, today, I am so much better for it. Um, you know, it, it's those things. It's it's the scary things. It's taking those jumps that lead to wonderful, wonderful things, wonderful changes. Absolutely. You know, in, in my world, um, you know, it was back... Uh, probably seven, eight years ago, maybe nine years ago, uh, and um, had a knock at our door or a ring on the phone from a gentleman who said, hey, Mark, I got this idea. Um, and, you know, with your business, I think it would work really. It'd be a, it'd be a good add-on to your business. You know, and I'm sitting here thinking, we're trying to figure out this business, for God's sakes. Why would I add, want to add on another business? And um, uh, he goes, no, hear me out, and uh, let's talk about it. And it was uh, uh, the the idea of uh, getting into the mortgage uh, business. Um, we had already um, started a, a property management company, um, and that was running very well. Um, and uh, it was like, okay, do we really do we really need something else to 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 take away our our focus? And he goes, Mark, you really need to look into this. It's a great add-on. Get you know, forget about the money. It's it's a great resource for your agents to to have and and you and to have control over. And we we dinked around with it just like you researched it up one side down the other. Probably spent hundreds and hundreds of hours. Uh, putting pro formas together, ideas, what do we need to do, what's going to fail. And finally, 
you know, we decide, you know, decided to 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 take that ball and, and run with it. And it was scary because we had to, you know, it's it's taken taken from one and and doing another is always a, a scary thing. But at the end of the day, within you know, a very short period of time, you know, in the business world of starting up business within 18 months, it was and is running a, a very well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, super exciting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, those those opportunities are always there. Everybody always talks about the good, the bad, you know, the good and, and the great things. But there's 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 opportunities out there that, that are not home runs. They're they're singles that you're going to, you know, put put into your life. And, you know, so what is, you know, what, how does this affect the real estate agent? The, the agent that's out there grinding every single day and they can't see from up from down and from left and right. And, you know, they're just super busy. What, what does this look like in their world? Well, the first thing I would say is, you know, um, we have to invest in ourselves. Um, if there is something that's kind of really pushing at you to make a change or to do something else, Start start looking into it. it, it read, um, go to some seminars, take some classes, you know, do things that are going to spur your mind on growth. That's the key. The key word here, I believe, is growth. Every change you make should be a growth change. It should be for something getting better, progress. Those are the things you need to do. Yeah, and I, you know, take, except, you know, reading what you put into yourself is going to be what you get out. Mm-hmm. And if what you put into yourself is 17 hours of uh, crap television, then seven, you know that's what you're going to get out. That's what's going to be that's what's going to be filling your brain, which is going to fulfill what you're doing on a daily basis. So get out of that world and get into the, you know, reading things and, and stuff of that nature. But even beyond that, if you th- if you have an idea of something that you'd like to change about your world, say it. Mhm. Don't just think it. You know, thinking we all we all sit in the shower and we think about different ideas and that, and they literally, as soon as you get out, they're gone. You're they're they're no longer anywhere to to they're out of your head. You never remember them. They could have been this great new thing or great idea that you have, but they never. Remember. You have to say. It. You have to talk to someone. Say it out loud. Um, there's there's somebody in my in my world that that always says this, and, and they're, they're running a nonprofit organization. And and her statement is, Mark, if you just say it and you say it out loud, things happen. Doors open. Somebody's there's always somebody there to help the, to there to help you and want to lift you up. Yeah, I'll t- I'll take it a step forward. I mean, this is just a little bit more work, but it's really helped me because um, I have ideas come all the time. You know, most of us do. And then what happens is is that's a good idea. You think about it, and then. All of a sudden, whether you say it or not, sometimes it just kind of goes away. Um, and then you'll think about it again, or it'll pop up somewhere else. And you're like, oh, yeah, I thought about that. I have fig- and, and, and this has really helped me. I write those ideas down. I have an idea notebook that I keep with me all the time. And an idea, idea goes in there. Doesn't mean I act on that idea right when I write it in. But what I do is I go back. And I look at that notepad probably once a week. And if they if there's something that kind of triggers me again to go, hey, let's take an action step to to go forward with this idea. It has helped me tremendously because I know there's a lot of ideas that we've put out there. And um, if it wasn't for the fact that I wrote it down, 
I would have forgot it due to the day-to-day grind and the and and just moving all the time. Absolutely. Well, let's let's kind of dive into some some specifics. Uh, um, you know, our audience is um, a good part of it are real estate agents that are out building their business. What are what are some ideas or what are some changes that that they can put into their world um, that uh, you know can spur some stuff as they're listening to this today. Probably one of the biggest things, because really, in all honesty, if you're not in that 10% already that's going to take that step, you need somebody to push you. So having a a coach or an accountability partner is really, really, really going to help you. So when you say, say the change, say the change to someone else. Yeah. And, and, And this person needs to be someone that you know, trust and respect enough to, to, to tell you, Hey, you told me you wanted to do this. Your actions are not, you know, living up to that. It's time, you know, do it. Yeah. It was important enough for you to tell me. It's important enough for me to hold you accountable. Yeah, absolutely. Another thing is, um, going back to what you were saying, Mark, you get, we get caught up in the mundane, in the uh, what's comfortable. You got to let go of the comfortable. You have to, you know, you always hear get outside your box. Well, give up the box. Yeah. You know, if you give up the box, it's a little bit easier to get outside of it. Absolutely. And, and that's a scary, scary place to be. Absolutely. Um, and, uh, you know, when you do step out of your box, when you do get out there and do what you want to do, um, it's liberating. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Um, you know, we operate, you know, those that are watching this, we operate in this circle that, that, that constrains us, and it's, it's invisible lines that we stay and we bounce off of all the time. And when you get uncomfortable and you get outside your box, your, your, your target area and your circle expands, your world expands, and then it opens up so many more opportunities um, and uh, um, that would have never come had you not decided to jump off the diving board. Oh, Absolutely. You should always be trying to expand your box. Every day you should do one thing that is expanding your box because here's the thing. Your circle or your box can never be too big. No, absolutely not. And, you know, let's we, we haven't talked about it, but, guys, when you change or you, you jump outside your box, the first time you do it, it might not work. Right. It might not work. And that's okay. And um, you go into this knowing that just because it didn't work the first time, just because it didn't work the second time, doesn't mean it's not going to work the third time, fourth time, or 21st time. Um, So if it's important enough for you to do it the first time, stay with it, and you're going to get better, and it's, you know, there's going to be fruit at the end of the the day. Yeah, so you should always, you should always continue in the face of failure. How many people do you know that are super, super, super successful that still have that one failure story or that couple of failure stories? You know, it, it happens all the time. One of the ones, so I, I read a lot of books and I read a lot about people, but um, uh, Sir Richard Branson, I don't know how many, he, he's got tons of fantastic businesses, but he also has tons of failures. One that I know of, and I don't know that massive. Most, yeah, exactly. Not little ones. Um, one that that you guys may not know of, but uh, 
Branson wanted to take on um, the soda companies. So he started a virgin soda company. Sounds like a great idea. I think it was back in the 80s. <laughs> um, has anybody had a virgin soda lately? <laughs> uh, I've had it, uh, uh, virgin uh, cocktails, but not a virgin yeah, soda. There you go. Um, yeah, and so, I mean, it, failures come and go, um, and we learn from them and we get better from them. Um, and, uh, you know, again, these are all things that are, are cliches a lot of times, but they're true. So step outside your box um, and, and make that change. Um, um, you know, from today, what are, you know, when someone leaves, after they finish listening to this podcast, what are some things they can take away? So what, what I would say is, is, is really start to invest in yourself. We talked about this. Um, that would probably be the biggest thing. So start with reading. Listen to podcasts. If you're listening to this one, that's great. Um, there's so many other ones out there. Fill your brain with something positive, something that's going to add value to what you do. There's so many things out there that take our brain space and take our time away from us and understand when you give into that, you're basically giving someone else. I've heard the term, you're giving someone free rent into your mind. Yeah. All right, Brian. I'm not a reader. I'm just, I'm, let's, let's say the person that's listening to this is not a reader. Okay. Um, and, you know, where do I get started? I'm, you know, I'm listening to this. I'm trying to increase my, my real estate game. I'm, I'm, you know, you know, there's a number of podcasts I'm listening to. But I'm not a reader. Where do I start? What's what's a good place to get started? Well, I would what's say if you're if you're not a reader, you're not a reader. Some people just aren't. But what I would say is you can always listen to books. Yes. Um. There's a great app. The Audible app is fantastic. Um. And they have just about any book you can ever imagine on there. And and it's not like listening to a computer generated uh sound. It's actually people narrating these books. And a lot of times it's the uh, it's the actual author themselves, which is kind of cool because they are able to put a lot of their own uh, emphasis on what they were trying to write in there. But but going back to podcasts, podcasts is a great place to be. I mean, if you're not on podcasts right now, go and search some more. Search real estate podcasts. There are probably, you know, 25 to 50 of them out there. Yeah. Um, you know, Audible, I, will, I will second Audible. I am, you know, I do sit down and do some reading. Um, it's difficult for me. It. We 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 had we talk about personality tests on on another another episode, um, but that is not in line with who I am. It you know, I see squirrels, I bounce around. You know, the ADHD comes out really strong in me. So uh, listening to listening to the audible stuff has been big for me, and it's been able to you know I consume it um, um, differently listening listening to it. And I was I'm not sure what I was watching. You know, there's a show, and it was it was in and around the, the audio books um, and the amount of money that the authors and the publishing companies go to, 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 to have their books put on um, audible and the hiring the correct people to, um, to inflect and, and, and get their point across. They were talking to several authors and they were like, you know, I listened to my, my own audible, somebody else did it. And I took different things from that than, you know, exactly what I wanted people to get out of it, but even more so listening to someone read it to me. Yeah. So one thing about reading, too, let me just uh, put this in there. And, and, and this comes from a book on my book list uh, by uh, Dr. Thomas Stanley, uh, The Millionaire Mind. It was written a, a little while ago, and it's not the easiest of reads. But 
what what Dr. Stanley was was uh, portraying in this book was okay. If I took all the millionaires um, and and put all their attributes together, um, what would it look like? What is the mind of of an average millionaire? Well, one of the things that came out of it is the average millionaire reads one book a month, reads twelve books a year. Now, sounds like a lot, but you can really do it fairly easy. As a matter of fact, it tells you in there to take that book and take the number of pages, divide it by 30, and you should be able, that's that's how many pages you need to read a day in that book. And, and if you get in that habit, that's going to take you so far because when you talk about expanding your box or expanding your circle, those that's how you're expanding it. You, you're expanding it, now you have to take the step out. But reading is the expansion part of the circle. Um, another one is I've heard um, the average CEO reads 24 books a year. Um, again, sounds like a lot, but it's very doable. Yeah, and you, you talk to uh, those, those leaders that are out there, and it's in their, it's in their calendar, they block off time to do this. It's not something that they just, you know, when they're ready to go to bed, they sit and, you know, they'll, they'll read for 20. No, they, they intentionally put this into their day mm-hmm. to, to make themselves better. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, everybody should have um, personal growth within their um, daily habits. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, well, guys, you know, this the concept of growth, the concept of change um, is uh, kind of in you know up here and, and not really concrete. But uh, I can encourage, can't encourage you enough to step outside your box, um, pick up a book, do something different, um, and um, and watch your world get bigger. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and before we before we go, um, I'll, I'll add um, I've got a pretty good. Uh, book list that I've got out there. You asked, you know, kind of where to get started. Yeah. These are some great books to get you started, get your brain kind of moving and thinking in the right direction. But I'll put in the show notes a link uh, to this book list out there so you can get started on, you know, some of you have probably read many of these already, but um, there's some good ones in there. Absolutely. Guys, thank you so much. And uh, uh, until next time, we'll see you. Take care. You've just listened to another episode of the Raising Real Estate Standards podcast. If you've benefited from what you've heard, please subscribe. We would really appreciate it if you rated, reviewed, and shared this episode. You can contact us at RaisingRealEstateStandards.com, email us at info at RaisingRealEstateStandards.com, and you can find us on your favorite social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, all under the heading of Raising Real Estate Standards. 